All right, and we're live here at the station of decapitation with Thatcher Head. I'm Nasty Neil. That would make me terrible, Troy. I'm Treacherous Trista. And we're joined by Sandy Johnson, Judith Myers of the original classic Halloween. It's very cool to have you here. Thank you. Nice to be here. Yes, a week before Halloween. Yep. Yes. Do you you have... Very important week. (laughs) I would assume so. You're probably busy. Uh, Do you have like a lot of... uh, Well, this year is a little different than most years, but uh, I assume you have some, uh, some appearances of some sort, maybe virtual. I do. I'm, I'm actually flying to Houston in the morning for a live event with fans at the um, Houston Horror Film Festival pop-up market all day Saturday. And then right in the middle of that, I'm a judge for the Misty Moon International um, Film Competition out of the UK. So I'm going to be running upstairs, doing that as a Zoom, then going back down to the table. And then a week uh, the actual Halloween weekend, I'm going to be at a drive-in in Pennsylvania for the showing of Halloween. Oh, that's very cool. So um, how long was it after you did, because uh, you said you're going to be there for hol- for uh, screening Halloween. How long was it after you did Halloween, did you, like, see it again at the theater? I assume you saw it when it first comes out, when it first comes out. But, like, is it something you would watch over and over until, you know, later when you're doing the appearances? Look. I got a yellow jacket in here, so if Uh-oh. I start dodging, <laughs> there's always animals um, on the show. Yeah, I know. Yellow jackets are not my favorite. They have no, a nasty no, sting. No. Um, anyway, just as cats are I, cuter. Well, you know, I was gone for like forty years, and I I know I never watched it in those forty years. Um, I've watched it many times in the last two years. <laughs> but not so many before that. Right. Um, So how how did you uh, get the role originally? I got the role because, uh, probably because I had been in Playboy and they were looking for actresses who could do a nude scene. And so they called my agency and I got sent out on the call where I interviewed and then I got a call back a few days later saying that I had been cast as Judith. So, uh, what was the audition like for that? The audition was at a, a pretty big table at one of the houses that they were actually using to shoot Halloween. I don't exactly remember which one, but I just know it was one of them. And, um, the main people were there, I'm sure, John and Deborah and uh, maybe a couple other people. And they had me read lines from several of the parts. And they had me do some screaming, which uh, was kind of weird because it was a residential neighborhood in the middle right. of the day. So it was kind of weird. I just kept wondering, I wonder what the neighbors think. But um, so <laughs> Is that something you said, practiced? Okay, well, thank you very much. Oh, sorry. The that? Is, is that something you practice beforehand? Your screen? Um, I doubt it because <laughs> I really wasn't expecting them to have me scream. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I assume that that you know to be put on the spot to scream if you weren't expecting it has to be an odd uh, an odd experience. Yeah, it, if it had been on a set or something, it was just weird that it was in a house in a neighborhood and I knew everybody could hear me. Right. You must have pulled it off, though. I guess so. <laughs> uh, Tristy, you have a question? What was it like working with John Carpenter? Um, it was awesome. He was um, He was very serious and focused. But um, he was also nice, and he and Deborah Hill both were really pretty amazing working as a team. They kind of demonstrated everything, all that where they wanted us to be and, and the kind of movements they wanted and the kind of feel they wanted for the different scenes. So they were very helpful, and um, yeah, he was very clear and very nice and easy to work with. Uh, what was uh, Will like, uh, who played the young Michael Myers in your, uh, with you? He was um, just kind of a quiet little boy, kind of like he is as a grown-up. <laughs> He's not; he doesn't talk a lot. He's kind of quiet. Um, he was he was cute, but of course, I, I didn't see much of him. He was only there for just a few minutes, just for that one scene. Yeah. Oh, was that what's that experience like when you meet him later on in life? You know, when he's a when he's a grown man. Um, it was interesting because I obviously hadn't seen him, and when I saw him last, he was a little boy, and now he's all grown up. So we had we had a good conversation. He was next to me at a at one of the cons, so we just talked and visited, and it was it was great. Apparently, it's the only role he ever had. Oh really? It, he didn't do any acting after that, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, were you into horror movies at all at the time? I was. I loved horror movies as a kid. It was what my best friends and I spent most of our free time doing was watching horror movies. What were some of your favorites? I really liked Psycho and The Shining. And uh, the scream, and oh gosh, there's so many. I love all all of Alfred Hitch, Hitchcock stuff. I like psychological thrillers; they're my favorite. Mm -hmm. So, those are my faves. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you don't know that Halloween's going to become, you know, this big thing at the time. So, when you're making it, you know, what were your expectations of what was going to happen with the movie? Um, I wouldn't say they were particularly high. I um, I didn't I didn't see the full script, and I actually didn't even see the uh, the adult Michael until we actually went to the premiere. So I really didn't know what to expect. It was just my one little scene that I had done, and um, so it was terrifying. <laughs> and I realized what the whole picture was. Yeah. Um, it was good, but terrifying. And of course, it's a psychological one. So it was uh, fit right into the ones that I loved. Yeah, because it's really not, uh, you know, people think of it as a slasher film, but there's really not much blood in the movie, if any blood. 
No, and that's what I like about it, it because it's so scary without really having to, you know, blow people up or anything. Yeah, and there, and of course the music adds so much to the uh, to the feel of the movie. Yeah, the music is tremendous and definitely makes a difference. The music itself is scary, even if nothing else is going on. Mm-hmm. So, what was that experience like? Uh, you know, being at the premiere and watching it with an audience. Um, it was, you're talking about the original, yeah, the first, yeah, the, when it first comes out, um, that was not really a premiere per se. I mean, we are, we were all there, but it was just a little theater. And, um, I I mean, it might've shown the day before opening or something, but it was, it was fun. Of course, I didn't know anybody because, well, I had met Jamie Lee on the set, but most of the people I think were happy to have a day off when I did my scene because they've been working so hard for so long that um, I, I think she, she and Will may have been the only ones there when I was filming. So it was fun to meet everybody and watch the film and then figure out who, what parts they all played. So yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trish, do you have a question? You're very involved in the horror community. I'm wondering if you have any favorite conventions. Wow. Um, You know, they've all been amazing. Of course, my first one will probably always be my favorite, I guess, just because it was such a um, new thing in my life. And that was Pasadena H40. Um, So when I went there, I was totally, totally unfamiliar with horror cons or anything like that. So I just walked in and had no idea what to expect. And it was just crazy. The enthusiasm and all the costumes and the whole thing was just, wow, this is, this is just crazy. But I had the best time and I met so many nice people and I made friends. And then uh, really they've all been great because I've met new people. And then I have fans that come to see me at more than one. So it's fun seeing the ones I met before uh, come again and the ones that have become friends on Facebook and Instagram. So the community's growing and the more people I get to know. Um, yeah, I like them all. They're all fun. Uh, did, um, cause I saw on your Facebook that, uh, that a fan sent a, uh, a pumpkin to you that was carved like the pumpkin in, in Halloween or is painted. I don't know if it's a real pumpkin or what, but, uh, well, what are some of the uh, yeah, some of the more memorable uh, fan things? Sorry to interrupt you. Some of the more memorable what? Uh, fan interactions, or you know, guess people saying. Oh, fan interactions. Well, let's see. Um, there, there's a lady named uh, Maggie Mater who is a friend of Pam, who is the lady that made me the gift that I showed yesterday, which was all the candles. Um, with the clown mask. I mean, it's just fabulous. It's such a fabulous centerpiece that she sent me. I just love it. Um, And then when I met, I haven't met Pam yet, but I met uh, Maggie at, might've been New Jersey. I met her at a couple of them actually, but she dressed up as Judith Meyer. So we had a really good time with her in costume. And she just, we just uh, were attracted to each other right away. I mean, we just, it was just fun. We just had a good time. And then there's another one. Um, his name is Chris Baber. And he came 
to Maryland, I think, with his wife and daughter, and she was all dressed up, and they were just such a nice family that we ended up inviting them to the Myers House, North Carolina this summer uh, to do my photo shoot, and she was, and the, the little girl, Paige, was my young Michael. And uh, Chris was one of the adult Michaels. So that was just a blast. So, yeah, so I just have so many fans. I love visiting with them on social media and then meeting up with them in person. So, yeah, lots of special ones. Um, you had to have been aware that Halloween was, you know, a big movie uh, for over the years. But uh, were you aware that, you know, you had people who followed your character until you got online and started going to the conventions? I had no idea that Halloween was a big deal because I was really? totally engaged with teaching and getting educated and doing other stuff. So I was just totally um, unengaged. So I had no idea. Never crossed my mind to even look it up. I just assumed it was just a small budget film and, you know, went the way of small budget films. <laughs> But whenever my current um, agent, Rick, found me and started telling me that Halloween was an iconic film and that there were all these people around the world who would love to meet me and talk to me. And I was just like, what? I mean, I was just totally blown away by all of it. And um, it, it took a while for me to realize that it was real and he was real and there actually were people that I could go meet and visit with. And so, yeah, it was all crazy. I had no idea. It was, I know that's hard for Halloween people to understand, but I, I, it just was outside my zone. <laughs> that's all. That's the only way I can explain it. Yeah. Um, since you've been going to the conventions, um, <clears throat> cause uh, fan films have become popular the last few years. Has anyone asked you to like reprise the role in like a fan film at all? Yes, actually several people has, but my agent prefers that I not do that because there could be some conflict with Blumhouse. Mm -hmm. So I, I have not been able yeah. to do that. Yeah, but I am going, I, I mean, I'm still hoping maybe Halloween ends, you never know. Um, but I'm also making, uh, I'm in two horror films that are going to be coming up before too long. And hopefully some others as well. Yeah, I saw that uh, cre Creeps at the Gym, which is a hell of a name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one is will be shot in the UK. It's by Great Northern Productions. They did another film called Pumpkins that is on Amazon. It was actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. And um, I actually have a pretty good role in it. So I'm pretty excited about that when I have some uh, aspects of it that I can kind of play with. So that's kind of fun. And then the other one is a Hungarian film that I, it won some awards and the first prologue uh, was out and I don't know, it's, it's Hungarian, so I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's V-U-L-P-E-S and then it's Lust for Revenge. And um, anyway, the prologue was excellent. I really liked it. So when he asked me if I wanted a part, a cameo in the next part of it, I said, absolutely. It's, it's really good. Oh, so I'll cool. be actually shooting that virtually next month from here. Do you keep up with uh, current horror movies? 
Do I keep up with who? With uh, current horror films. Do you watch any current horror movies or movies oh, in general? Um, not so much the current ones because most of them are truly slashers. They're very gory. And that's not my favorite type. I'd rather spend time watching the old ones <laughs> that aren't so gory. Right. I understand. There, there are some you can find though aren't that aren't too gory out there. We'll, we'll try to recommend some for you. Uh, Trust. Do you have another question? Good. Yeah. You mentioned you're a teacher. I'm wondering uh, what you teach, and also if your students are familiar with your other <laughs> career. Um, I taught for about 18 years. I taught a number of things. Um, many of the years were for special needs students. They were um, special needs. They weren't necessarily um, slow learners, just they needed, they needed more hands-on. They just learned differently. So I was a science teacher, so I did a lot of hands-on education with them, got them very involved with, with the processes. I also taught um, master's level college courses for environmental science. Um, I have taught kindergarten. I have, I have taught just about everybody. Did you miss acting? As far as uh, my I'm students sorry. knowing, uh, as far as my students knowing, to my knowledge, they do not know. <laughs> Did you miss acting uh, when you went into um, into becoming a teacher? Um, probably not because I actually did a lot of acting as a teacher, okay. very animation. We did lots of skits and, um, I, you know, got the kids involved in plays, anything that could help them understand things. So I used a lot of the same skills with the kids. And so that probably kind of tided me over. Mm -hmm. uh, was there anything that led to you, um, uh, leaving uh, acting at the time? Or was it just, you know, you this was something you wanted to do, uh, become a teacher? Yes, I lost um, both of my parents. Oh, I'm sorry. Fairly closely together. And I also got married to my first husband kind of in those four or five years. And I was just very depressed and wanted to just get away, basically. So we moved to Oregon and... Um, it didn't last long. Within a couple of years, um, he decided he was too young to be married. So he went back to California and I went to Texas to be with my sisters since my family was no longer living in, in uh, alive in California. So I went back home and just uh, got my life back together again. I found another husband that was much more serious. <laughs> and so we're still together 35 years later. And that's uh, when I started teaching. What's he think of, uh, of the conventions? Oh, he loves them. Yeah. He said um, he was a little nervous in the beginning for me to go because he didn't know what to expect. And, um, so he said, well, you can go, but I have to go with you. And I mm -hmm. said, well, that's fine. So we went together and he had as much fun as I did. And he <laughs> probably has almost as many fans as I do, actually. <laughs> Everybody's happy to see him as well that know him. So it's kind of fun. 
Yeah, he yeah. loves it. He will not. I left him home for one because my best friend who lives in Georgia wanted me to come to the con and stay with her in the room and so we could have fun girlfriend stuff. And uh, after I got back, he said, you're never doing that again. I hated the whole time you were gone. I wanted to be there. I missed the yeah. con. So yeah, you probably saw the pictures, too. To and he's get, yeah, he's getting jealous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's so. Of course, he's going with me this weekend and next weekend. Oh, that's very cool. That's I think that's awesome that he enjoys it. Does, does he watch uh, horror movies? Yeah, yeah. He's been watching them with me. That's very cool. Yeah, had... Um, since you said you didn't know, you know, Halloween was such a big deal until, you know, fairly recently, did you ever watch any of the sequels? Um, I had not. I've watched several of them since, but I really, I really probably didn't watch any horror movies the whole time I was teaching and, and yeah. away from all that. I very seldom had time to see a movie at all. My, um, being a hands-on science teacher for a private school is even more than a full-time job. I usually left work about eight or nine at night and got there early in the morning to get everything set up. And yeah, it was a, a lot of work. The, yeah. When you saw the second one and you find out that Lori uh, is now your sister, that must've been a, a surprise. Yeah. I don't care for that. I don't know. <laughs> I just found that weird. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, they did away <laughs> with it and the new one. She's no longer your sister. So they yeah, I it. prefer that. All right. Uh, AJ here in the chat, he says, uh, has, have you ever met Rob Zombie's Judith, Hannah Hall, who played uh, the Judith character in the Rob Zombie Halloween remake? I have not. That'd be no. weird. It'd be like I'm alternate hoping universe. that at some point I'll actually have more time to visit with people. Um, the problem is I'm usually so busy that there's no time to visit. I did get to visit with Felissa Rose. She was, she was at Texas um, Frightmare mm -hmm. and we got to be friends and visit. And she will also be at Houston this weekend. And so we'll get a chance. I hope again to visit, but normally I don't get to visit with anybody. It's kind of, except just the Halloween people, because we go to the photo ops. Right. Together. Yeah. And you're there probably station together in the similar area but uh right in uh texas i've been to frightmare it's a really really big convention so there isn't much time to to do anything or even it's hard to walk around there's so many people there at least when when, right. when you could have a lot of and, people and really all the ones i've been to have been pretty busy well do you have time to, to see the area when you're there i know a lot of times when uh you have the convention you really just see the hotel um, yeah, pretty much the hotel. <laughs> I was trying, I was trying, it seems like we took an extra day somewhere, but I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, I, I know make sure to get I took some barbecue when I'm in Texas. because I have a really good friend. That's like my second mom that lives in California. So I took an extra day and we went to see her. But as far as sightseeing, there's never been time because usually my husband has to be back to work on Monday. Right. You have to at least get some barbecue when you're in Texas. So. Oh, absolutely. Well, I live in Texas. Oh, well, yeah. That's old hat. Yeah. 
<laughs> do you actually have a favorite uh do you have a favorite barbecue place in Texas? Um I do. There's I'm trying to think of the name of it. Um There's there's one down south. It's called Hammond's uh, Barbecue that I like a lot. There's another one in in Stephenville that's called Eight something. It has to do with gambling, so okay. I can't remember the rest. Oh, of it, but it's, it, I know that it has eight. Say it again. I don't know. Maybe aces and eights. That's the saying. You know, it's the dead man's hand. I don't know. I don't know. It's eight something. Anyway, those are the two best barbecues around here. But Texas is full of great barbecue. I agree. Yeah, I'm a big fan of barbecue. So I always like to find out. Uh, I was always yeah. told that Dallas doesn't have the best barbecue, but uh, I like it there. Yeah, it might not. Um, Dallas is not really typical Texas. It has, it's much more of a melting pot than say Fort Worth or other areas, San Antonio. Um, so I don't, I don't go to Dallas a lot. The people aren't very friendly there. Okay. That's a weird thing about Texas. So it's so big. You think, you know, it's, it's, it takes like, it would take like four hours to drive across it. So there's many different parts, you know, it's not like, uh, you know, a lot of states where it's all kind of the same thing. There's many different parts of Texas. No, it's very different. We have the ocean, we have the mountains, we have the desert. kind of desert, we have hill country, we have oil country, <laughs> we have swamps, <laughs> we've got it all. Yeah. So what... When you do these, uh, are you looking forward to doing these movies? That has to be pretty fun to get back in acting. I am. I'm. I'm actually taking um, private coaching once a week, so I've been working on monologues and different things. I uploaded an acting reel um, to a couple of sites uh, plus IMDb. So yeah, I am excited about it. It's fun. Very good. Uh, what, what did you? What did your uh, family think at the time when you did Halloween? In the seventies. Um, my my mother was very excited. She was always my number one fan. It didn't really matter what I was doing. She was always just a big fan of everything I did. So I was lucky. Um, my father was very conservative. I don't think I told my father. <laughs> about it. And um, a couple of my sisters were very excited about it. And one of them was kind of mediocre. So it kind of varied throughout the family what they thought about it. Most of them were fans. Yeah, that's cool. And I saw you're going to be at the uh, judge at the Misty Moon International Film Festival. So a word of advice to people that are submitting movies, uh, don't put a really gory one in. You'll get a higher uh, grade here from... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's very Yeah, funny. I do I do have a problem with those. I really prefer them not to be so gory. Mm -hmm. It doesn't scare me. It just it just makes me nauseous. <laughs> right, right. And uh your website is uh unicornsandyj.com. Where'd the unicorn come from? 
Uh, Unicorn came from my agent. He had looked for me for about eight years. And when he was talking to me, he said, you know, you're my unicorn. And I said, why is that? And he said, because you're like the mythical creature that I always wanted to believe in, but I never knew. I, I figured I would never find you. And so he always called me his unicorn. So that's where that came from. Well, that's very cute. I love that there's a story behind it. And you have a lot of cool stuff on there. You know, people can get, uh, you know, if they can't, don't get a chance to meet you at a convention, you know, they can get autographs and, uh, and photos and stuff from you from uh, on your website. Yeah, I have. Uh, they, they can mail in things. They can uh, get, I have about, I don't know, maybe 10 stock photos, but then I have many photos that they can special order and I'll get them in for them and sign them. I have some pretty scarves that had a that have a rhinestone skull on them. So yeah, I have I have things. Plus, I have a lot of podcasts and um, interviews. So just yeah, lots to do on and look at on there. Yeah, and I like the decals. You have uh, stickers for with with the tombstone, which is a weird thing to say to someone. I like your tombstone with your name on it, but it's it's a cool uh, <laughs> cool decal. Yeah, I actually made those. I um I di- I like to do sublimation stuff and I found this special decal stuff on a roll that you can actually sublimate designs on. Um, it's pretty expensive, so the decals are like eight bucks a piece because the stuff is expensive to buy, and I had to buy a lot of it. Right. But they came out really nicely. Yeah, they're very cool. Uh, Tristan, you have another question. I really like the scarf you mentioned with the skull on your website. Is that something that you designed? No, I just found one for myself. I bought it for myself and it was so soft and just looked so nice that I thought other people might uh, like it. So I just bought some more and put them up there. (laughs) Trista might be a customer here soon. She liked it too. (laughs) It's get, it's they do be look cold. nice, and they're very comfortable. Uh-huh. They're very cool. Yeah, I like them a Thank lot. Thank you. So uh, I mentioned the website. Where else can people uh, find you, follow you, see what you're up to? They can follow me on Facebook. It's um, facebook.com slash Johnson. And um, maybe it's just Real Sandy Johnson. may not be a the. And on Instagram, I'm Unicorn Sandy J. Very good. Well, everyone should uh, say come out and say come around and say hi to you. And if you're at a convention, definitely go out and uh, and meet you. you. Seem like a very nice person. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was very nice to talk with you. I'm glad you uh, joined us. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. It was nice seeing all of you, and hope to see you at a con sometime. Definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. We'll see. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good thank night. You so All much. right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Sandy. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye. If you guys want to stay real quick, I got a, a, something to give away before we wrap up the show, though. But, Sandy, you don't have to stick around for this if you don't like, want to. But we All right. I just got to figure out how to get out of here. All I'll right. Leave. There it is. <laughs> There's no escape. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> All right. So she's we're so cute. She is. She's great. Oh yeah. That was very yep. nice. Yeah. 
Like you said in the chat, she's so uh, AJ says she's so laid back. She's awesome. It's very nice. All right, let's see here. So, a couple things I just want to mention. Uh, this Saturday is Severed Limbs number three. Our watch party film festival. Thirty-five shorts have been submitted. Usually, 35? someone will, wow. yeah. Usually, someone will send some in right when I'm trying to go live, and it drives me crazy. But if I can, <laughs> if I can do it, Be we'll, prepared. I'll, I'll, I'll throw them in there. Yeah, a lot of cool stuff. So go to the Facebook. Uh, website and you can read all about them. There's some world premieres. Bloodhound will be uh, the world premiere uh, by Michael Epstein and Sophia Cassiola. It's going to be very fun. And we're going to close out the show with the 20th anniversary screening of a documentary about the name forgets me right now, but it's one of the, it's one of the original um, Chiller. Uh, oh, nice. A 20 year old documentary about uh, Chiller, which is one of the original uh, conventions. And it's got Ben Chapman in it, former guest here on the show who wow. played... Um, a creature from the Black Lagoon, the original creature from Black Lagoon. I guess the only creature from well, there were sequels, but um Forrest J. Ackerman's in it. Like it's uh, a lot of people, you know, unfortunately passed away. So that's gonna be fun. And we're gonna close out the whole the uh the festival with that since it's a twentieth anniversary. So check that out. That'll be cool. Coming up uh, a week from tonight, we're gonna have Alexandra Bayless. She told me I can call her Allie, and that's gonna have a special start time, five PM Eastern, two PM Pacific. And it's going to be a live demonstration. And thanks, Trista, for setting this up. So it's going to be very fun. Yeah, thank you. So I'm looking forward to this. That's going to be a good time. Um, we're going to give away a prize here in a moment. But is there anything you guys want to say about Halloween coming up? We'll be back before Halloween. Oh, yeah. Yep. I know Troy's got <laughs> – I, I know it's the same time as the festival. But uh, there is a live uh, – Normally, I would never promote anything that's happening at the same time as without your head, but we'll 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 let it slide. I'm just kidding. So there's a live uh, uh, pumpkin carving thing going on. Yeah, uh, Ray Villafane, who um, one of like the world great uh, carvers, and um, he's going to be running through like just doing like a free webinar with uh, how to carve a pumpkin. So it should be fun. I think it starts like an hour before our festival. So, no, yeah, that's gonna be really cool. I was, I, I have to set stuff up or else I would do it. Yeah, yeah. I've only carved one pumpkin in my life. You would think, Ooh. you know, I'm this horror guy. I probably would like I've been carving pumpkins like, like the, I know it like the back of my <laughs> hand. Well, next week we'll show off our pumpkins. Whatever I've we end carved up carved three radishes so. and a pumpkin. Oh, there you go. Well, I found out from one of his things that, like, his secret, well, one of his secrets, if you want to have the eyes have separation from the rest of the pumpkin, make the eyes out of potatoes. And so then they're really very white where they're, they contrast the rest of the pumpkin really well. What and if I use, that a, what if I use a purple too. yam? That would be an interesting uh, eye. I like that. Mm -hmm. I've that been eating be purple like yams, by the way. Or something. Right. No, that is very cool. might be I too like wet, that, though. though. Would they be? I don't know. I'm just trying to be an ass, but I, oh, okay. I like the idea of uh, having some, you know, stuff going on there. Do you? Do you? Are you a pumpkin carver, Trista? That's a weird question. Um, I mean, I think I've made attempts. I would not classify myself as a pumpkin carver. You don't have to be. You don't have to be an expert. I think you know, as yeah. long as you have fun. So we're going to be jack-o'-lantern's a good thing. Yeah. 
So we have this from Dread. It is uh, Nail in the Coffin, The Fall and the Rise of Vampiro. It's a box set. You can even hear it. There's stuff in there. I don't want to break it. There's nothing breaking. But um, there's the Blu-ray is in here. There's buttons, pins, whatever you call them. There's a uh, Vampiro uh, bandana, stickers, Vampiro all kinds. like of- a really cool guy when you talk to him. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. And I love the documentary. It's really good. I would recommend it to people. You don't have to be a wrestling fan either. It's really a story about uh, uh, about a father and his daughter and um, how, the, you know, kind of uh, rebuilt, not rebuilding, but having a relationship after, you know, he was in wrestling for so long. And as a wrestler, he's traveling around the world and didn't really, you know, was never home. And now his, his daughter is an adult and he's recovering uh, addict. He's very open about it and, uh, and then rebuilding their uh, relationship. It's a really uh, heartfelt, uh, good documentary. So, everyone who helped spread the head, put all their names in here. We're going to pick one out. And one of them has won this. This name here. Ah, former guest on the show, Chauncey K. Robinson. Oh, that's Very cool. Excellent. Very good. You won yourself nail in the coffin, the fall and the rise of Ampiro. Very awesome. So continue to uh, help. You help the show. You like the show. Uh, I assume you like the show if you're watching it. Maybe you hate watching the show. I don't know. But uh, either way, help uh, help other people find it. Spread the head. Share it on your Facebook or retweet it, Instagram. Spray paint it on your wall at the grocery. No, don't do that. But Put it on your MySpace or your um, Friendster, TikTok. I don't know. All these places. And let, let us know about it. Or else, I, you know, I have to know so I can put your name in here. And uh, it helps the show. It helps us. It and you might hurt. win something. Yep. Yeah. We've got a lot of movies to give away come in the coming week. So it's going to be a good time. Very nice. All right. Anything else anyone wants to add before... Uh, I got nothing, guys. I'm sorry. Just vote. Wear your masks. Very good. Stay I'm glad safe. you brought that. Carve a pumpkin. Yep. The voting is, uh, we don't have much time. I mean, you can vote right now. Get your. Uh, yep. And look it up if you don't know where you know where you can vote. There's a lot of drop like a, in my smile in a small town and there's places you can just drop off your ballot so you know you don't have to stay in the line if you don't want to or if you don't want if you don't feel safe mailing it in. And um, uh, thank a lot of our, our former guests who have uh, who made videos for us about uh, the importance of voting. And uh, there's going to be a couple great. more popping up. Um, so thanks, uh, John Dugan. I uh, just did one. I don't have it ready yet, but uh, we'll have it up um, oh, on, very the, nice. on social media here uh, probably tonight sometime. All right. Uh, Joe Bob Briggs is on tomorrow night. You guys can check that out. Oh, that should be a good time. Yeah. Apparently he's not here tonight, but uh, yeah, you can check that out. That'd be good. A lot of cool uh, new interviews up on because we do the show live Thursday and we hope everyone comes here, enjoys it, interact with the chat room. Thanks everyone in the chat room right now. But there's a lot of other cool interviews up. We have uh, Destination Fear, The Holzer Files, and Ghost Nation. Uh, all of those for Ghost Tober from Travel Channel. 
uh, The Deeper You Dig we did recently, Purgatory Road Cast and Crew, uh, where Trista, I got to interview her. That was very cool. You know, that was very fun. All kinds of oh, stuff. Oh, you guys so, have been doing great stuff. Thank you. Looking forward to seeing all of those. It was just so much fun. Very good. All right. Yeah, I just want to let everyone know, subscribe on YouTube, follow us on Twitter, and Facebook, and all that stuff. And if you live in the UK, uh, Purgatory Road is now uh, released out there. So, well, thank you. You're all right. I think that's it. I think I covered all my notes. You're done good. I always forget to plug things, but I remembered. All right. When I just when I just make a face at the at the video camera. That's totally just dead air on the podcast version. So, to really enjoy the show, watch the YouTube version, or maybe you enjoy it better not seeing me. That's probably that's yeah. Probably if you, if, if you if you hate like eye rolls and things like that, then just listen to it, just the audio. Then. Right, right, yeah. Last night I had a really bad headache, and then I realized what it must be like to spend time with me. No. All right, all right. Enough bad jokes. And we're, we're, I want to. I wanted to close out the show. Something we haven't done for a while. So, until next time, this is Nasty Neil. This is Terrible Troy. And I'm Treacherous Trista. And this is without your head. <laughs> 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 From ancient terrors to the search for modern-day conspiracies, the Tomb of Nick Cage is the new sound in horror rock. Uncover the mystery of old-world horror for the new world order on iTunes, Amazon, and more. The Tomb of Nick Cage. Here come the night! Mostly! 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 Find out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Tomb of Nick Cage. Here come the night! Hey. <laughs> Evening, John Dugan, your old grandpa from Texas Chainsaw Massacre here. I want to talk to you about something. Or fall off the porch. Um, I have, um, I'm an old guy. I have voted in uh, every election in the last 48 years. So it's like what? Twelve presidential elections. And, uh, my first one was very important. It was Nixon against McGovern. And of course, Nixon won. And, uh, he won again. And then he was, uh, shamed and run out of office and whatnot. You know, and then, and it was a very important election. And then when, when, uh, uh, Reagan ran 
very important. I thought the most important election of my life was to vote in that election. And, of course, he won. Yeah, and he, uh, God knows how many people were indicted in his administration. And he pretty much, uh, architected, uh, he was the architect of the destruction of the middle class. And then there was, uh, a couple others. There was Bush, who was just kind of a benign asshole, but he was also the former head of the CIA. So, you know, we elected, though I didn't. But uh, the, the public elected a professional liar <laughs> as president. Who the fuck <laughs> would elect the head of the CIA to president? And then, anyway, what I'm trying to say is a lot of these elections I voted in have been very, very important. You know, and, uh, you know, the kind of thing that changed the course of uh, American history and the history of the world. And now, after... 48, you know, in the 48th year that I'm voting for president, this is by far the most important election of my life since I've been of voting age. So I just want to urge you all to get out there and vote. Get out there and vote. And I'm also going to tell you, if you don't vote, and you don't like the way it turned out, whichever way, I better not hear a fucking peep out of you for the next four years about how the government's fucked up. Not one single word. Love y'all. Peace. Mask up. Keep your distance. Stay home if you can. And just be safe. Love you all.